Hi, everybody. This is Marianne from Time to Think, and I'm happy to be here with you today. And uh, it is currently Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. So, how are you doing? You know, in the midst of this pandemic, certainly we are feeling all kinds of emotions. Um, you might be feeling pain um, based on your circumstances. It could be that you yourself are sick or someone that you love is ill. Or perhaps you can't be with someone you love because you're separated by distance and you, and you can't see each other. Or it could be in other circumstance, you know, you might have your own business or um, you may have been working for someone and now you're currently unemployed. If you have your own business, you might have a lot of fear and a, and, and a lot of anxiety that might overcome you. Um, it could paralyze you at times. Um, and sometimes the reality of what we're faced with can be dismal. The circumstances can be really tough. But there is always an answer, and if we continue to persevere, we can find one. I'm going to reference a psychologist named Dr. George W. Crane, and I believe he was born around 1901, and he was quite influential in the 20th century and while I don't agree with many of his ideas because he's really, really conservative, there is one quote from Dr. Crane that I find to be most helpful today, and I want to explore that with you. Uh, Dr. Crane said that motions are the precursors to emotions, and I'm going to repeat it because it's one that you've got to think about. Motions are the precursors to emotions. It kind of gives us the indication that action is really important here. If you're feeling depressed or you're feeling really down or paralyzed or just feeling dismal because you don't know what lies ahead and you've got yourself into a funk, um, if you remember that motions are the precursors to emotions, you can take some action. Here are a couple ideas. You know, if I feel depressed, some people might respond by saying, then I will sing. Now, I'm not going to sing for you here, but sometimes I do sing, and it's lots of fun um, when there's no audience around. I really enjoy it. If I am feeling depressed, I might sing. I might play my guitar or pull out the piano books and start, you know, giving it a whirl and trying to, to play something. I noticed on Facebook that Amy Grant just wrote a little song the other day and played it, and she was live on Facebook, no makeup, just really real, praying, uh, playing to people in our com in the larger community, especially the healthcare workers. 
Um, so when you feel depressed, you can sing. And I know that there are people in our own community that have formed something called the Quarantine Cabaret. And that includes all kinds of artistic outlets, whether it's singing, playing music, dancing, whatever it might be. Um, I'm thinking now about another person I know pretty well. Um, and that would be a friend of mine who with her family right now, when she is feeling depressed or, or whatever, she changes the entire mood and they dance. They just dance to great music and they video it and put it on Facebook for all of us to see. And it kind of energizes us and makes us smile. So if you're feeling depressed, find something that you can do, an action that you can take that will change the way you're feeling. Because if you stay stuck, it could get worse. Take an action of something that makes you step out of yourself. Here's another one. When I feel sad, I will laugh. (laughs) And that's something that is so good for you. Laughter is great, whether it means you're watching a movie that always makes you laugh or you're talking to a friend who uh, can keep your spirits up or whether you are on Facebook and reading jokes and things like that can be kind of fun as long as you don't um, get stuck on the negativity that you can find there as well. Um, My brother, for example, he can always crack me up. Um, just the other day, he posted uh, a video of himself singing um, Getting Married in the Morning, and it was really kind of hysterical. Um, his facial expressions were so contrary to the joy someone feels when they're getting married, or they can feel when they're getting married. It was just really hysterical. And of course, like he's into acting and singing, so it was just perfect for him. But watching that and re-watching it, it makes me laugh. So, again, if I'm feeling sad, then I will laugh. Find a way to laugh. The laughter can change the feelings. When I feel fear, then I will express courage perseverance, faith, all of those concepts can change the fear and push it away and allow you to move forward. If I feel insignificant, then I will remember my purpose. And my purpose, you know, sometimes we don't know what it is, but Certainly, I think it is not to live a life of complete solitude that um, we're kind of forced to do right now, but it can't be solitude in the negative. It has to be solitude in a way that you're still connected. And that's what this whole podcast is about, connecting. When you're feeling insignificant, remember your purpose. And your purpose can really be discovered through what you're doing to impact others. And sometimes it might mean that you're only helping yourself. But once you do help yourself, you're able to help others. So yes, motions are the precursors to emotions. 
So if you're in a funk, take steps to move and to get out of it. So that little concept of Dr. Crane's is a good one. Um, It does require us to act and not dwell in the negative. Now, I want to go back to one of the other acronyms I learned as a health coach that I use in my own life, and it is L-E-A-N, LEAN. And it stands for Lifestyle, Exercise, Attitude, and Nutrition. So, you know, lifestyle, I know from my own life that I have to push myself at times and actually saying I'm going to do a podcast pushes me. It helps me um, go beyond my complacency and it helps me step out of myself. So even if I reach one person, then that is reason to celebrate. So if you're listening, hey, that's great. I'm glad. And I hope that you can pass that on to someone else that you will catch a spark of motivation that will rejuvenate and revive you and help you um, spark someone else. You know, okay, so maybe I won't, maybe nobody at all is going to listen to this podcast. You know, I could have a pity party. I could, you know, cry and say, oh man, what a waste of my time and energy. But you know what? I'm not even going to let that happen because what will I do if nobody ever listens to my podcast? Well, I think I'm going to take a walk and I'm going to put on my AirPods, and I'm going to listen to it myself. Yeah, I know that's kind of weird, but what the heck? I got to keep myself motivated. If I can keep myself motivated, that's a positive step. You know, there are other things that I do in my life that I think add to um, my mental health and that lifestyle piece is something that I don't want to compromise on. And one of them is keeping my relationships that are important to me strong. So it might be mean, obviously, in my own personal relationship with Tom, I want to make sure that that communication is good and that we are there for each other every day. But my other relationships with friends, with colleagues, with my brother, my sisters, my dad, really important relationships to me. And it takes effort to reach out, but it's so critical to do that. So I want to keep those relationships strong so that lifestyle, whatever it means to you, um, make sure that you're including the things that make sense to you on a daily basis in your life. Art is important to me. It brings me joy. And I'm going to keep nurturing that artistic sense by posting artwork on Facebook and by, when I have the urge, using my painting to express emotions. So the Lean Ackerman, I said it stands for Lifestyle, Exercise, Attitude, and Nutrition. Make sure that you're doing exercise every day. That's the E. Do something for yourself that is keeping your body moving. Um, Right now, I've been going back to one of the videos that I've had in my possession for probably five years, and it's a yoga video, and that's helping me. I really like it. It pushes my body um, in a way that um, is good, but also 
um, it stretches me. And I'm I'm walking every day. Um, I walk or jog or combination thereof, and I get out in nature because that exercise really gives my soul um, strength. Um, I use an Apple Watch. I always record my steps, and I just look down at it right now as I'm doing this uh, podcast and it just gave me a message and it said time to stand. So now I'm up, I'm walking around and um, I'm talking into my phone as I'm doing this. Okay, so exercise, keep that strong in your life. That L-E-A-N, the A is the attitude. Yes, the attitude of gratitude, the attitude of growth, being grateful for what we have. You know, one of the things on Facebook over the past, you know, month um, that has changed for me is that I have established a friendship with a young guy from Bangladesh. And he and I are back and forth and we're talking about different things in the coronavirus. Now, it's certainly added to my understanding and gratefulness for what it is that I have because he is in a... um, a one room apartment that has no windows and he's not allowed to leave you know they're not allowed to leave he he can't Um, he has food um, and he has his phone for internet Um, but it's really kind of a very different kind of life Um, you know, he sees what I have, a backyard, I have a patio, I have beautiful flowers growing, I have green grass and trees all around and stuff like that. Here I am in Lebanon and it's a, it's a really pretty neighborhood that I'm in. Um, I have the food that I want. I have good shelter. I have a house that has a lot more than one room. I have television and internet. I have music at my disposal. Um, and I'm pretty blessed. I'm pretty lucky. And that attitude of gratefulness is one that, um, keeps you healthy. Um, so no matter what your circumstance is, you can still find a reason for gratefulness and a reason to be, um, appreciative of something. Now, he is also expressive of his own gratefulness, and he has some things for which he's grateful. And one of them is the fact that we can connect and talk to each other, which is kind of neat. So L-E-A-N, we're on to the next one, and that is the N, and it stands for nutrition. And if you're here with me in America, um, then and you're not in a position where you are starving, you know, or very, very hungry or reliant completely on the food bank and you have choices, you want to make sure that you're going to keep your antioxidants high and that you're eating real foods, foods that are rich in nutrients, um, like the veggies and the the fruits and um, the good grains and nuts and seeds and those kinds of things because they will keep you strong. The protein sources that are lean and healthful include things from fish to uh, chicken, um, 
other kinds of things and, and dairy products. I use them often with uh, yogurt, usually plain yogurt that I add fruit to. If you can't get the fresh foods right now, as most of us can't, um, you can still get frozen or maybe you have it in your freezer and they are also very, very healthful if you have a, a supply of herbs and spices, um, keep adding them to your meals. Um, if you're able to get out of your home and pick up things from local restaurants, that's a really good thing to do. Um, you can specify the kinds of things that you want. Um, I'm not doing a lot of that right now, only because I really am truly trying to isolate and, and have that social distancing because I have asthma. Um, and I really want to make sure that I keep my body as good as I can and that I don't expose myself to the virus if I can help it. So that acronym of lean is so important. Lean works. Lifestyle, exercise, attitude, and nutrition. And how do you keep yourself accountable? Well, for me, um, it means that I'm going to journal, you know, maybe not every day, but I go back to journaling. It does help keep me accountable to myself because that's the hardest person to lead. To lead oneself is not an easy thing. Now I want to close with something. I have a birthday coming up on April 17th. So I pulled out this book and this is just sort of off the top of my head, you guys, and parts of it does and doesn't make sense, but I think it's kind of apropos for where we are today. Um, I pulled it open to my birth date, which is April 17th. And this is the title. It's, this is the book. It's called Simple Abundance, a day, a day book of comfort and joy by Sarah Ban Brethnock. And I've had it probably for 10 or 15 years. Once in a while, I pull it out. I used to read it a lot, but I haven't picked it up in a while. Anyway, April 17th, and this is the caption. It says, making peace with your hair. And then there's a quote by Edith Wharton. Genius is of small use to a woman who does not know how to do her hair. Okay, whoa. So I'm thinking about this. Here we are in pandemic time, and... You know, I, my hair needs a haircut. I missed my appointment, obviously, as many of us have. Um, so my hair should be trimmed. I need, I need some color, all that other stuff. So I'm not really happy with my hair right now, which is probably something that many of us are sharing. So, um, you know, there's something in here and it says, if you're currently unhappy with your hair, start patiently searching for pictures of hairstyles you like and bring those pictures to a hairstylist recommended by your friends for a consultation first. Okay. Anyway, so I have a good hairstylist. I go down to studio 15. I love working with Maria and I used to love working with Tessa, but she's not there anymore, but I've still got Maria. Anyway, I, um, have a great hairstylist, but she um, obviously can't have people right now. So our hair is not looking that good. Um, I see a lot of color change going on in my own hair um, because, you know, I am going to be 59 in a couple days. So um, I have a lot of grays coming in and actually white was the color that my mom had uh, for most of her adult life. And that's part of the Irish heritage in, in us, I believe. 
Um, but my hair is changing and, you know, I can't cry about it and I'm just going to accept it. Um, and, and it, it, it clears, it ends with this one. It says, above all, learning to accept your hair is part of the process of learning to love yourself. So we've got to love ourselves, everybody do it, stay positive, um, drown yourself in self love, and then you are able to give that to others. So that's my thought for today. Namaste. Take good care. Enjoy. Be at peace. Love you. Till next time, this is Marianne. And time to think. Signing off from podcast number three.